This is Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, Why What You Do Next Matters More Than Your Initial Reaction. Let me just put this right out there, okay? Shit happens. All of us have things occur in our lives that we did not expect. Some of these things are good. I mean, sometimes you win the lottery or you get somebody to go out with you that you didn't think would go out with you, or you get a promotion you didn't expect at work. Something good happens. But more often than not, the place where you're going to most experience this is when something bad happens. Bad things happen to everyone. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is excluded from this, okay? Every single person on planet Earth experiences bad things. You get injured, you get dumped, you lose your job, you get hurt emotionally, spiritually, mentally, whatever. Things happen to everybody. Nobody's immune, and nobody can avoid it because that's the nature of the beast, undesirable, annoying, upsetting, and disappointing things happen to everyone. Recently, I published my first book since 2021. I was unable to publish in 22 for a whole host of reasons, and here at the end of 23, I have finally managed to get a book published, and, in the process, completed a series I've been working on for some time now. This was amazing. And as per usual, I started everything out on Amazon, and everything seemed to be going great. There were pre-sales, at least it was set up for pre-sales. And then all of a sudden, on a Saturday morning just before it was going to release, I get an email that, oh yeah, your pre-sale's been cancelled because your upload never occurred. Well, no, I am pretty sure I uploaded it, so what happened? I reached out to find out what I could do. I was unable to do anything about it at the time, however, because I had somewhere I had to be. So I went on. I decided to not let this mess me up. Now granted, my initial reaction to this was not pretty. I was peeved. I mean, I was really pissed off. I was angry. I wanted to curse, to scream, to lash out, and to rail against the universe. Why now? Why after all this time when I finally have a book about to go out does it have to crash on me like this? But... Recognizing that this does me no good and that this isn't going to be of any help to me whatsoever, I gave it some more thought and went, no, you know, I'm not going to carry on with that. I have better things to do with my time. So, I let it go, and I moved forward and took care of other things. Yes, dealing with this problem was not a one-and-done issue. There were several emails back and forth between me and Amazon, and the process didn't work as I desired for it to work. But in the end, the book is out, everything was taken care of, and we're back to where I want to be. Here's the thing. Initial, immediate reactions, that visceral reaction that occurs, your initial reaction, is not something you can control. It's just going to happen. However, what happens next is entirely in your control. People often neglect that they can control their thoughts, feelings, actions, and emotions. Period. You have control. You can choose to take control. However, it's a choice. You must decide that you want control and you want to take care of whatever is going on. 
And it's not always an easy choice to make. Sometimes it just doesn't feel like you have it in front of you. Or maybe the only choices you can see are between bad and worse, or the lesser of two evils, or something equally undesirable. But you have a choice. When everything was going on with this situation, I paused, I reflected, and I redirected. That's the key to what you can do next after that initial visceral reaction to whatever goes wrong. You can pause, reflect, redirect. Here's how this works. When I got that email, and I was heading out the door so it was lousy timing, I was really annoyed. I'm like, really? I gotta deal with this now? Ugh, so angry. But then I stopped, and I took a deep breath, and I went, all right, look, this is upsetting. I'm annoyed, I'm disappointed, this is really frustrating. And I think I'm justified in feeling that way. And for the record, I'm justified in feeling that way. You're justified in feeling how you feel. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Your feelings belong to you. Once I got to this point, however, I saw that I had a choice in front of me. There were, when all is said and done, two choices I could look at. The first choice was react in a completely useless but potentially releasing way. Shout, curse, really get peeved, blame myself for getting it wrong, get angry, let the negativity impact me my whole day, my entire weekend, or however long I want to let it impact me. Hell, some people are impacted by negativity from a happening for their entire life because that's the choice that they've made. Or I could acknowledge that this sucked and I could ask myself, what the hell? Then rather than sit there with that, I could take some form of an action available to me to find a resolution to the problem. That's what I did. I quickly sent out an email questioning what happened, resending the upload that I was pretty damn sure I'd done, and All I could do at that point was walk away. There wouldn't be a quick response anyhow, so it didn't matter. I had to get out the door. So I did. Now, admittedly, there is a third option, and that's to do nothing, walk away, and just ignore it for now. There are times and happenings and circumstances where that might serve you. However, it's often a form of inaction, and by not taking action, you are not taking control of the situation. Action of some sort is a course that you get to choose. If you don't choose to act, you have ceded your power. You've disempowered yourself. Getting angry and reacting by screaming about and cursing everything out doesn't get you anywhere. Yes, it might feel good in the moment, and there's something to be said for sometimes doing that. Get mad. Release it. Smash that thing that has no meaning to you. Kick that door. Get mad. However, holding on to it is a choice. You can decide that after that initial visceral reaction, you're going to hold on to the negative feeling for the entire rest of the day, or the week, or the month, or who knows, maybe your entire life, because that's what some people do. No matter what the case may be, what you do next is always, and I mean always, a choice. Positive or negative, your initial visceral reaction is automated. You don't really have control over it because it just happens. I don't think I can properly explain it because I personally don't entirely understand it. I think this connects to our hind brain or lizard brain or monkey brain, whatever you want to call it. That basic 
animalistic concept of, well, something happened and I'm reacting to it. Sometimes when it's something positive, it's going to make you squee with excitement and joy. But then there are those times when something happens that makes you scream, curse, or want to throw a temper tantrum. These reactions are extremes, and there are reactions that fall between them that are no less automated. However, after that initial visceral reaction, you have a choice. You can continue to let any negative reaction expand and grow and become bigger, or you can pause and change that to a positive, and if not a positive, at least find neutral and go from there. It is not always easy to go from, oh, just mm, so mad, to calm, to okay. It takes effort. It takes recognizing that it's not just your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions here, but it's something deeper. It's approach, it's attitude, it's environment, and there are so, so many things that are involved. You get to choose what you do next. Immediately or near, immediately after your visceral reaction, you have that choice, and you can respond by continuing with your anger or continuing with your joy, because even when something good happens, we all know that person for whom good things happens, and they initially have that visceral, excited reaction, yeah, it's great, I won, and then 20 seconds later, they go, ah, so when's the other shoe going to drop and it all goes to hell, because that's how some people are. That's also, frankly, a choice. Yes, I know some people are going to argue that it's just a person's nature, and maybe it is. However, I'm going to argue with you that it is a choice. You can choose to be a contrary person, or you can choose to be a generative person. You can choose to approach life from a place of utter negativity or from a place of positivity. You always have a choice. It may not seem that way, and there are definitely circumstances where it doesn't look like you have much of a choice at all. But guess what? You still have a choice. This is something that we often totally don't think about until either things get really bad and we're just beyond lost, or somebody else points it out to us. Here's the thing that paralyzes lots of people along the way. What if you make the wrong choice for what you do next? I mean, I know I've asked lots of times, what if I choose wrong? What if how I respond to this doesn't do me any good? Here's the thing. Unless we're talking about a life or death choice, whatever you choose is changeable. If you choose wrong, you're still here, so you can choose again. This again might not be perfect choices. It might be choosing a stepping stone to get from point A to point B. It might be making a choice to move from negativity to neutrality before you can even consider looking towards positivity. The point is you have a choice. We do not recognize just how powerful the choices we have in our lives are. And a lot of that comes from living in a fear-based society that is hell-bent on disempowering the masses. Look at it however you desire. Religious leaders, political leaders, even business leaders love the masses disempowered. Why? So they can sell you something. They want you to buy into their product, their service, whatever it is. They want you to be their follower. They want you to be heavily reliant upon them, their organization, their what have you, so that you are in their 
control. All of us have more power than we realize, and this is born of choice. Every single human being on planet Earth has choices they can make in every situation. Now, I know that privilege enters into this. I know that there are people who live in places where there aren't very many choices, or the choices are between lousy, super lousy, and are you kidding me? This is the thing. Choices still exist. If you're listening to me on whatever device you're listening to me on, you have a choice. At least I'm pretty certain of it, because guess what? Maybe there are people out there who don't have these options. I'm pretty sure there are. There is no one-size-fits-all thing. However, you're probably not one of them. You have privilege, at least to one degree or another, if you own a device or can even borrow a device to listen to this. That's part of my point. We take so many things for granted, what we have, what we're capable of, and more than that, we take for granted how powerful we individually are. We don't recognize ourselves and all that we are capable of. This is why choices matter, and what you do next matters more than any initial reaction you have to anything that occurs in your life. How you respond in depth is always a choice that can potentially disempower or empower you. And it really comes down to what do you prefer? Will you prefer to be empowered or disempowered? Do you prefer to feel in control or to cede your control? This is one of the biggest things about life that people tend not to recognize or even fully acknowledge. We are all more powerful than we think, and we all have choices we can make to make our lives better. Yes, it's not always great. Yes, sometimes the choices are challenging beyond all belief. And certainly there are times where it does not feel like your choices are worth making. However, you have the power to make them, and you can choose to do so or not. You can choose to believe what I'm telling you, or not. It's on you. I can't make you think, feel, act, or intend in any way, shape, or form. All I can do is share my experience, offer some suggestions and ideas, and let you decide to choose to use anything I've provided or not. It's up to you to approve of or reject whatever I'm throwing at you. That's fine. I share this because I believe that the human race is worthy and deserving of having greater self-awareness. And from greater self-awareness, we gain greater empowerment. With greater empowerment, we have more control over our individual life experiences. And the more we are in control of our individual lives, the more we can direct the collective consciousness away from the fear base that's been dominating us for so, so long. That's a big part of why I share what I share every single week. I love doing this, and I hope that you're enjoying these ideas I am throwing out at you. This is why what you do matters next more than your initial visceral reaction to anything that happens to you, good or bad. It's a matter of empowerment versus disempowerment. So in conclusion, let me ask you this. Wouldn't you prefer to feel empowered over feeling disempowered by how you respond? Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. 
this might not be immediately applicable because it's going to be situational. When something unexpected happens, unless you're incapacitated, please write it down as soon as you can. Write down not just what happened, but how it made you think and feel in the moment. Try to make it as real as possible. And yes, I recognize this might be dealing with trauma. So keep that in mind. You might not be able to write this down perfectly. And it might be a situation that this doesn't work for. But I'm suggesting that if you're in a situation where something's happened to you and you had that initial reaction and now you're past it or getting past it, write this down. Once you've done that and the time has passed since that initial visceral reaction, what do you desire to do next? Look at what happened, how you reacted to it, and where you are now. Once you've done this and you've written down everything here so far, write down at least five positive steps that you can take next, as well as five negative steps that you can also take next. Please note, this can only be things that you can do. This isn't about anything you expect somebody else to do or that you desire for somebody else to do or that you want to make somebody else do. That's not what this is about. This is about you, your self-awareness, and doing with it all that you can. Also, remember that this can only impact your life experience because you can't change anybody else's. So you've written down the initial visceral reaction, you've written down five positive things and five negative things. When you're done, read out what you've got. You don't necessarily have to read this aloud, but it probably doesn't hurt. Once you've read this, which of the options that you've written down do you desire to pursue? This is all about what's next after that initial visceral reaction to something happening to you, good or bad. But let's be blunt, it's probably more likely we're talking about things that are bad. The main purpose of this is to affirm that any and all choice related to this belongs to you and you alone. What you do next after that initial reaction is up to you. Nobody else can do it for you, and it's a choice you get to make. Thanks for joining me this week. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Honey. She's the creator of my original cover art. Take a moment and go pay a visit to her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please, be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.